0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to part two of episode three of Up Aage Kya. We are in conversation with Faraz Faroqi. In part one of this episode, we saw Faraz's journey through his childhood, early years in Manipal, his internships at IIIT Hyderabad and CMU. Now we continue on the journey and see how he reached MIT and how he got a chance to be a graduate student there. In case you've missed part one of this episode, I would recommend you to go back and check it out let's continue with the conversation
1: so cmu ke baad uh, back to college fourth year and fourth year like for all of us it was the placement season. like placement karna hai job lagegi then p- final year hai se ho hai. so what was your whole thing about uh, the placement season what what were your thoughts because i know that you were by now kind of very much interested in research
2: yeah so e- even though i i was interested in research i wanted to be a part of the placement process i wanted to you know sit down for the placement Because a placement is a big thing man. you know you, you get into the first year and tumhare bade pamphlet pe kya likha 100% placement. Yeah. 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 300 all, intern- <laughs> yeah. मतलब, Everything is about placement, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you are drilled in that way, that you will study 4 job you It's always good to evaluate yourself, right? I so evaluate fourth year? Yeah. मैं. Sure. Obviously, semester and i think i dec- decently theek thak kiya tha main. uh main toppers definitely bade bade my uh, of course csc department
0: uh main Guys, main
2: asud 9.0 gpa 9.0 to
1: nine. So को, that
2: was कोई फर्क नहीं पड़ता मैं बता रहा हूं लोगों को कोई फर्क नहीं पड़ता तो research. I was like, दे के बहुत फर्क पड़ता चलो बता प्लेसमेंट तो दैट वाज द थिंग मुझे रिसर्च में जाना हो सकता है रिसर्च में, में जाऊं बट I mean, I'm research. So, I... But things turned out in a way a very way. That I couldn't Are participate in the placements, okay. basically. So, that was a big setback. I wanted to be a part of the placement season. Um But I was not able to participate.
0: So, your friends were sitting for placements. So, obviously, you would have been a little... Uh, wary of things right that I for whatever reason so how? what was your approach at this point because a lot of people might have been very scared about their future at this point but you, you obviously had the backing of your research work you had projects kar rakhe so that was obviously working in your favor
1: and also were you applying to like uh, off campus companies or something of that sort
2: yeah, that was a turning point. Until then, I was exploring both. higher research may interest interesting, but software yes. development may be interest. There are dono, dono valid options. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you come to the fork of the road. Yeah. It's like, there is no choice, hai pas, and you can't apply for It's very hard to apply for both research and for software development because your mindset ha- is completely different. While you're writing the application, while you're framing, you know, you're framing different things, you're filling question and answers, and your frame of mind is completely different. Yeah. It's very different to switch between the two, you know, approaches. And the other thing was And I was trying to placement, but it didn't happen. So uh yeah it was a very, very challenging time ki matlab sab dost log place ho rahe the and there was a sense of happiness ki ha yaar yes, sab, yeah. wale, sab placement hota ja raha hai but there was also this uncertainty ki mera kya hoga ab because i had no applications i had no admission i didn't have a great cgpa I, I was not among the top 1% person. i was not the topper of the department right so i cannot say that um and then i had a few papers in pipeline but i didn't know how many papers are going on how many papers are so there was all these uncertainty questions where are you now what will happen application job is not the application i will do it and was it all for nothing i have worked for 4 years hmm. was it all for nothing but at this point i also had this thing that i have learned in 4 years i to apply for 4 years if I don't get it now, I might get it later. Yeah. So, it's not something that I'll completely lose out. So, but I was still applying for both, I was not looking for jobs, but I was looking for internships at institutions, again. Okay. And if pahunch CMU tha. So you know, CMU so then you can reach, try and reach higher. Yeah. So, uh, I started, I tried for MIT. Up. Uh, MIT is, those who know about MIT, MIT is too big.
1: If someone says MIT, right, then like it's the top college of the world. Like uh, as a very blanket statement kind of thing, uh, it's considered the best engineering institute in the whole world. So I was just going to ask that. How did you manage to get that?
2: Yeah, it was a very exciting time. I... So the process started while I was in CMU. Manlab, I decided that I am in CMU. I sort of understood that I not to So I started replying from then and there. For context, for the last semester, you have to find your internship where wherever you want. It should be a rigorous work. It shouldn't be something that, like, I will work at But yeah. you find a good internship, and you go and work there. So I was applying for research, obviously. I was trying to find research institutions where I would get go and be able to work. So you know, that exploration thing came again. I loved CMU. But I was like, I've come to US. i US to US, i to check another institution yeah. The CMUE decided and TV was a great place, but much opportunity I would love like to uh, I would love to explore some other research area, some other field of work and some other institution. you know because an institution is not just your lab, it's your whole environment. It's the city, it's the people, it's the institution in itself, it's all these things. so I wanted to to, to check out a different. You know, end of the spectrum. So um, I tried apply. I started applying in different places. One of them was MIT. I was again the same process. Uh, I was trying to find you know uh, sources where I could get you know off- offerings or internships or websites where I could go and apply to it. I found this professor at MIT. Um, she was working in a great research area. I had read from like some conference and I I recognized her papers. I read a lot of them loved her work and and then i applied and we had a few you know interviews and then um, she accepted me to come later on so this was a long process this started in cmu ended sometime when i was in india it was a long process because like you know applications take time so So what were these interviews like
0: were they like video uh, calls with the uh, professor what was it like
2: yeah, so there are video calls with the professor, you talk to them, you talk about what, you know, like normal interviews, you talk about what, uh, what projects you have worked on, yeah. what you want to work on, and then um, what sort of areas you are interested in working with them, and how do they align with her work, with like with the professor's work, and why, and that's that leads to the next question, why do you want to work with them, how will their um expertise help you in solving that problem so okay. uh, you you basically read the prob uh, read their work and it's your job to find that you know okay. that venn diagram in which there's yeah, an intersection yeah, yeah. and where you find projects that you're interested in you don't have to give like a certain decision but you have yeah. to give an, an outline okay i like to work in these areas and i think you work in these areas and i'm sure they there are these areas that I'm love to work in with you. So those were the interviews that I had. I did a lot of work in them, and I also got lucky in a lot of senses. I was very happy with when I got the offer letter. Of course, it was from MIT. I was overjoyed when I looked at it. So it was a long process, but at the end, I was able to spend those six months in Boston.
1: Yeah Great stuff for us. So uh, as you said, you were in Boston. Uh, Where MIT is for six months as a visiting research student, right? So, what were those six months like? And again, like what was the whole experience like? How did it start? What were the projects like? And what are some things that stood out for you?
0: And how was it different from the experiences you had had before this? Because you'd had quite a few of these. Sure. So, MIT was a very different experience. Firstly, it was
2: not a two month thing. So, I had you know, a lot of time more time to experience the whole thing. It was a six month period. I basically had a bit more freedom yeah. to, you know, explore the city, explore the place, explore the research areas being pursued at MIT, of which there are so many. And I and I was really happy with that because uh, you know engineer ko MIT with yeah. a he is <laughs> like so it's a very fascinating place. algorithm It's was the it was a theory we can use, you know, quantum I won't go into that. But it's like it was a it's a big thing. And Peter Scholl is a professor over here. Yeah.
1: I remember you once told me that uh, some X number of Nobel laureates teach at MIT. What's that number? Uh, I forgot. Yeah,
2: so I think there are around 95 Nobel laureates at MIT. Okay. Okay. So it is, uh, you know, so you can imagine, um, and those are professors, so they take classes. And you can imagine how it is to be taught by a Nobel laureate. Yeah. He's basically... uh, an expert in his research field. Every one of the professors who teach over here are an expert in their research field. One thing I would like to mention over here is that, you know, those who are not able to do stuff, they teach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm paraphrasing that. that those who can't do, teach. Yeah. Right. And that's, very very wrong thing to say that's completely bollocks it's those who say that they haven't met the right teachers in their life so yeah that was my MIT initial experience I was in a completely different research field it was um, it was involved it involved 3d printing now it involved (laughs) laser cutting and it was uh, you know it was 3d graphics, um, 3d modeling stuff. It was completely different from the sort of natural language processing that I was doing. So you people, you know, you can say that, but it's completely different for me as well. It was a very different experience, but that is how I wanted to shift things. And when I ended, I had, you know, an idea about how stuff happens in different fields. And then again,
0: choose and then I
2: want to do that.
0: So this was a conscious effort that you were putting in from the beginning, I'll keep switching the things that I'm doing so that I have a broader perspective, right?
2: This was sort of things that I, that I built up on. So it wasn't a conscious decision up switch, up switch, but it was like, okay, I get this research field. Now, is there something else that I want to explore? okay um and i like this okay but is there something else related that i can work on okay. and then i find okay yeah this is one hci thing this is the other one that i can work on and this these are linked in some way and it's my job to find the link yeah and i did find the link that's why that professor took me or if she was like Tum different research karte. Yeah, yeah. but i found the link that's why she took me and then, but, um, it's also challenging, right? You find that research field, but you're completely new to it.
0: Yeah.
2: You, you try to learn things, but in that process, you don't or not.
0: Okay. So it was more of a natural progression into things. You were exploring. Yeah. I tried to make it Yeah, it was, it was a progression. Yes.
1: So to jump onto the next thing. So this was a six month research internship, right? And after that you continued at MIT as a research student or. Did you take a break or what happened
2: yeah so if i correctly remember i think sometime in june we had to come back and make the presentation about the six month internship that we had done so i came back for two weeks i did the intern i did the presentation i went back home for like five days and then i flew back um okay so i got an extension Meaning uh, the professor that I was working with liked the the way that I was working and then she said, okay, you can extend your work. And then that's how I spent another six months at MIT. Okay. So basically it was January to December, one year of visiting student at MIT.
1: So now you are a graduate student at uh, MIT, right? Which is uh, like you're pursuing your PhD. Would I be correct in saying that?
2: Yes, that is the right way to... Yeah, you can say that, yeah.
1: So, like, as far as I understood before talking to you, was that, you know, people usually go for a master's degree and not directly for a PhD. So, can you please explain, like, what is the difference between a master's and what happens in a PhD?
0: Or is it something you just made up for yourself, researched a loophole and found a way in?
2: (laughs) No, that is not, definitely not the way. So... So in masters, it's a two year program. There are two kinds of masters. Firstly, one of the professional masters that you do, it's completely driven towards one form of, uh, one skill that you're developing, okay. um, in one research, in, in one field, not a research field. It's one field. It's a professional masters. You're trying to develop one particular skill, um, that will land you a good job. You are becoming basically a specialist in a certain kind of work. Um for the industry, you do that for 1.5 one and a half years. You do a six-month internship generally, mostly that's the way, and then you go out. Yeah. That's it. So two years, very rapid, very stressful, very complex, and you're out of it. Okay. Right. Uh, and the second form of masters is an MS, which is in Masters of Science. The research one is where instead of going for the industry, you pursue research work and you are trying to become a specialist in a research area um you you try to find a research field in that two years you try to do some work you try to get a few publications and um, in that time you decide do you want to go into you know an, an academic field and that's a phd it's not always a phd that will that i'll come to later, but initially people think about it that way uh, that I want to go into a PhD or I want to go out, um, and pursue a job or, you know, change fields and do the, like, do the industry part. It will also help you in the industry part, the master's research. will also help you in the industry part because a lot of big companies have research labs also. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, that will also help you, but that is masters. Okay. What is a PhD? Um PhD is when you say ki, yar, mujhe ye kaam hai. Mm. it's not just that I like to, you know, code or I like to, you know, do experiments. Yeah. It's um something that you say ki mujhe, I like to do analysis of work. I think that I have enough confidence in my ability to analyze and solve problems and deal with the unknown
0: okay.
2: as a daily job. That's a PhD um you don't know the if you the problem that you're working on will be solved but you're working towards some form of solution towards it and that's why it is recommended to do an ms before you do a phd because an ms will help you decide whether you want to do that for four to five years or not yeah. uh three to four five like different countries have different periods of time
1: so coming to the phd part so what is the application process like might sound weird that MIT has a kind of thing, but uh, what is the application process like? Yeah.
2: yeah, it's not weird at all. It's a very good question. Um, so, what happens at MIT is that this is known as a graduate school. In many places in the US, it's known as a graduate school, which means that it's not just a PhD. If you are coming in with just a B.Tech and you show enough, enough experience and enough potential for research, then you can get in. Okay. Um, and then you will first do a two years masters and then you will do your PhD in the same program okay. or if you've done your masters then you will directly start your PhD. And that's why it's called a graduate program and not just a PhD program. So I got the, the, like the graduate program. I just did my BTech and I applied and they thought that I was good enough with the potential and the rigor that I um, like the research that I've already done, that was enough to show potential that i can do some research work and that's why they, they said that okay we can take you in so the the process is very different from what we have been explained you know the process of application and what we go through in je and those examinations so we are drilled in the fact that if you get this score you will get in like yeah. advancement itna layout tumhare rank rank this number cs this number mechanical number to yeah. yeah. so we also try to find that that you know uh, staircase thing here ki okay. uh, masters staircase yeah. then rookie uh, GRE people log bolte GRE score and i'm being very blunt yeah. uh, it's it's not that yeah. simple okay it's um gre score layout it's one thing and then you show your potential in other ways ki ha research karie, research karie, ye pute, ye mainne, paper publish ke, research karie, explain research karie. um hai, Jam, job mein, uh, madhati, see, company hai, so okay. you sort of explain that and then you ask people to recommend you he, uh, and then they will show, you know, instances where you showed rigor in your work, you showed interest in your work. And that is how, you know, you show your portfolio that with these years in all these four or five years that I have worked, I have consistent, I have shown consistency. I've shown honesty. I've shown hard work, intelligent hard work, not just, you know, doing yeah. things, uh, non-optimally but you try to push you try to put your efforts into something that that would be showing results later on and then you also delivered so that's how you show your potential okay. and you build up your your profile yeah so like that's one of the reasons that i was know exploring so many different areas uh, because that would help me build up profiles for different programs i i didn't know which uh which research area that i want to go in So when I do decide whichever area that I'm going to go in, I will have a set of skills in multiple different areas so that I can say that I will bring you these array of of skills, which will help me make decisions in this way, which will be different from other students who come in with possibly a shorter array of skills.
0: Now that you've had some significant amount of time at MIT, how... Mm -hmm. Has your life changed over this course? And what is a day in your life uh, like now? What is your work like now? What was it a year before and what is it now?
2: The first thing is that I started taking uh, classes again, which is like, I haven't taken classes for a long time. Okay. And serious classes for even longer, you know, uh, Manipal mein. You stop taking serious classes in the last semester, right? You're given opportunity to go and explore your work. And even before that, yeah. So, you know what? Yeah. doing some rigorous learning, yeah. right? And then this is completely different. This is rigorous learning, classroom learning, which was uh, very different now. And style is different. So there was some sort of adapting to be done with it. So, if you ask a day, in my life, I usually try to get up early, but I don't succeed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I haven't met any one of them yet. I don't know. But I want to meet people. Yeah. It's easy to meet people over here, actually, uh, because they're just walking around and you can find yeah. and then talk to them. But now it's a very different situation. Nobody is walking around these days. So, but I hope... You know, somehow we get a vaccine and we get a result. We get better, you know, results, and then we can actually go back to some form of normal. I hope.
0: As we but are you for the answer of that, safe and healthy. Okay. Research kar vaccine hai?
1: <laughs> Research, kar ya, kya kar
2: <laughs> Brilliant people, much more brilliant people are working on it, and I hope they will be successful soon. Cool. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah okay, you
1: like. Be, Yeah, you yeah, be yeah, yeah. Uh, Dane, Like yeah so i
2: i try to wake up early um but i'm not very uh you know successful in that i fear a lot and then i try to you know start to ya to kahin daud bhag I jogging pasander hai mujhe daudna pasand hai to to classes are classes Lecture, hota hai. lecture very uh, general P set problem set milta hai, to try karo. either that or I try to, you know, work on some research. Work uh, a few projects that I'm trying to find solutions to. Then afternoon I barjibad meetings studio uh professors are meeting, collaborators are meeting. I'm doing a project with someone in the UK right now. So I'm collaborating with them. So with that timeline, it's a different thing. So lots of meetings. Then, okay, but, uh, many times there are, you know, uh, seminars that I attend. Okay. Right now it's Zoom, but yeah. yeah, normally, you know, people come and do seminars, which are, you know, mm-hmm. big and famous people in their research fields come and try to give talks and I try and attend them.
0: So these are like um, open sessions, right?
2: These are open sessions.
0: So you haven't gotten to witness the pre-COVID time, I guess, Abhi, but in general, how are the... Uh, how is the atmosphere around? Like is everyone approachable? You can go around Kar like, I am doing my own work. You chill, you do your own work.
2: Yeah, that's a great question that I wanted to touch on that. I was shocked to see the openness of people at MIT. Okay. They are so down to earth. I got a lesson in, you know, uh, humility when I came okay. here. When you see people who are at the top of yeah. the game, you know, they dictate what happens in like their research field because they are publishing so many papers that they are pushing the argument in a certain way. Yeah. Um because papers are an argument, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and they are so humble and they wait and stop to listen to you. You are nothing, right? You are a student, first year student or a visiting student like me asking stupid questions, but they are willing to smile while I'm asking it, listen to it actually, and then answer it in a way that I can understand each and every one of them. And they are so in love with the field, with the work that they're doing, that they are very interested in making you understand what they're talking about.
0: Okay.
2: Right. So they will come down to your level or come up to your level, something like that. And then they will try to tell you in your own language, whichever field you are working in. So you can have a, you know, a conversation rather than they speaking to you, you will speak with them.
1: Okay.
2: So that's a wonderful experience. And that was uh, a very new thing for me. And I loved it. Um, I try to, I try to be that way. And I'll try to be that way um, always in my life because it was a big thing for me. It was, and I think it's a very. I think that's one of the reasons why people are so successful over here, okay. Because they tell, they show. Key success is not just getting big publications and citations. It's about being interested in your work and showing relevance of it to others convincing of them and then like it's a it's a group thing it's not your own thing not it's not just you it has to be
0: dialogue in research right because one person cannot just go ahead with the research without anyone else getting it then it's of no use you want your work to be used so people have to understand
2: exactly exactly
0: awesome buddy i guess we have enough information now but we like to ask this one last question to everyone which is also the title of our podcast, which basically is, what next for kind Faraz? Of hmm. What are your plans now?
2: Wow, my dear, this is a very difficult question. Like, you know, people think that PhD you're going to be a PhD, you're going to be a professor. <autobiography> yeah, yeah. This is a thing I always hear. You're going to be a professor. Yeah. And uh, there are other options, and yeah, I like to be a professor. It's not like I don't want to be a professor. I am not sure about what I'm gonna do. It's an open question, and I'm really, I'm really happy. It's still an open question. Okay. Right. I am leaning towards different things, uh, and I have lots of years to explore that. I have yeah. five plus years, but I would say six plus years. You know, okay. I have been. Uh, that lesson in humility, I would say six plus years because I
1: yeah,
2: the master it for
1: two
2: I'm still thinking about it and I'll keep thinking about it, keep exploring the ideas, keep exploring the options about, um, you know, what I like and what my skills can be helpful. Um, what ways can I help the world? Yeah. Um, using my skills and the knowledge that i am gaining so it's still an answer. open question and
0: shifting here and there yes yeah beautiful answer a <laughs> pura researcher answer, and we expected nothing less from you thanks a lot for us thanks, thanks for joining Thank us today it was beautiful talking yeah, to thanks you for having i hope me. you enjoyed Israel. yeah
2: yeah thanks for having me it was wonderful talking to you guys um I hope it was interesting to you both as well. And I hope it's interesting. We loved it. We loved every second of it.
0: Uh, I know the time difference and we've made you wait for a while. So thanks for staying on. You're awesome for doing that. And yeah, uh, yeah, so for all the people listening out there, if you have any more questions about how to pursue research, how you can do your PhD, your master's or any other question you just want to talk to Faraz. He's a nice guy, man. You can talk to him. Reach out to us. Faraz we can connect you with yeah. him. So so write to us at up aage one two three at gmail.com and you can get in touch with Faraz.
1: Yeah, Faraz is the nicest person probably that I know because he will explain to you everything very nicely and he'll help you out as much as it is humanly possible. Yeah. So if you if any of our listeners is interested in knowing about how he did stuff and what what they can do to better their chances to get into some of the premier institutes of the world, then I would strongly advise you to get in touch with Faraz through us or find a way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Research uh, your uh, way into you it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Research your way. I mean, come on.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much, Ujwal. You're very kind. Um, and I will definitely, I mean, if people are interested in research, first of all, congratulations uh it's a great thing to pursue and explore and yeah i mean uh, try to find sources and if you think i can help you in any way definitely reach out either through them and that's a great source because they can uh they are great source to contact me as well because they're great friends of mine so yeah
0: yeah we for for us we won't flood you with all the information don't worry you do your research you find that vaccine map. you do it
2: you do it. i am not working on I, <laughs> <do it. laughs>
1: I feel I have to say this it's like a cliche Indian thing. The, big, big, big,
0: All right. On that note, signing off. Ab Now, Kya next? Episode drops on the fifteenth of October. So please check that out.